Hello, welcome to the Equippers International Podcast, and this is our short version where we are studying the book of Hebrews, and we are in chapter 13, and in this episode, we are going to finish the book. I'm going to read from verses 20 through the end of the book, verse 25. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. But I urge you, brethren, bear with this word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. Take notice that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom, if he comes soon, I will see you. Greet all of your leaders and all the saints. Those from Italy greet you. Grace be with you all. Well, the writer finishes his book with a classical benediction in verses 20 and 21. I just want to look at a couple of things in this benediction. It's a beautiful passage of scripture. He starts by acknowledging that God is the God of peace, and he is the one that has brought Jesus back from the dead and who has become the great shepherd of the sheep. And he does this through the blood of his eternal covenant, Jesus our Lord. So he's acknowledging that God is the one that raised Jesus from the dead. And then he points out that it's through the blood of Jesus that he's established the eternal eternal covenant. He's moved things from a temporal, physical, earthly realm now into an eternal, spiritual, heavenly realm that Jesus has done for eternity what no one else was able to do and that God himself is going to equip you in every good thing to do his will. And he's going to work in us that which is pleasing in his sight. I love the way that he points out that it's God himself who is equipping us in every good thing to do his will. You know, I think so many times we struggle with trying to understand God's will and understand what it is we should do and how to make decisions. And we need to constantly remind ourselves that God is the one who is equipping us in every good thing to do his will. He knows what he desires for us and he is faithful to bring us into that place. I'm reminded of what Paul says in Philippians chapter one, for it is God who is at work in us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And it's just a beautiful reminder that we can rest and know that we don't have to strive. We don't have to worry. We don't have to wring our hands over if we're going to get it right or not, but that we can rest in the fact that God is equipping us in every good thing to do his will. And he is the one working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. So it's such a beautiful reminder for us to be able to trust God that he is the one that is working and he's doing it all through Jesus Christ and it is for his glory. So we desire to live in a place of trust and dependence in him, knowing that he's good toward us, knowing that he's moving us 
along the journey in the right way because he is faithful. And because of this, we can look back and give him glory. And we're not just going to give him glory in this life, but we're going to give him glory forever and ever. So it's a beautiful benediction and a reminder of the nature and the character of God working in our lives according to everything that he's done through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then he ends just a very personal comment, and he tells the brothers to bear with this word of exhortation. Bear there literally means listen to. He's saying that you need to listen to the word of exhortation that I've given you in this brief letter. He calls it a brief letter, and it took us 105 or six episodes to get through it. It's a letter that's very dense with incredible truths. But nonetheless, that's his perspective. I'm sure he could have written much more. But the point that he wants to make clear is that the readers of this letter need to listen to the exhortation. They need to be aware of what they're facing in a very practical level in their lives at the time of receiving this letter. And they need to understand that the things that he's written them have been for their benefit at that time. Now, we've made application all the way through in this journey of studying the book, and that's the benefit of Scripture. But the most important thing to understand is that this exhortation in so many particularities was given to New Testament Hebrew believers. And it's for that reason that the writer says, you need to listen to this exhortation. And it's an encouragement for them to hold on to their faith. There were going to be situations that they're going to face in the very near future that are going to threaten them at the very core of their belief in God. And this exhortation, this book is written so that they can understand all the better aspects of this new covenant that God has made through Jesus Christ and the fact that he has given them everything they need to stand firm and to not shrink back from following him. Then he ends with a very personal note, acknowledging that Timothy has been released. Evidently, Timothy had been imprisoned. We don't have any details of this chronicled in Scripture, but evidently he spent a short time in prison, and he's now been released. And the writer says that if he comes, he will come with him also, and he will see them. And he says to greet everyone there, the leaders and the saints. And he says, those from Italy greet you. So it's very probable that he was writing this letter letter from Rome. And then he just points out in the last comment, grace be with you all. It's such a beautiful end of the simplicity of the grace of God working in the lives of the believers. And we need to always remember that it's only by the grace of God that he has done everything that he's done for us. And it's only in his grace that we continually stand. So it's been a beautiful journey through the book of Hebrews together with you. I hope it's been a benefit for you and would be a benefit for many others in the future. It's a beautiful book. It has timeless and changeless truths about the character and the nature of God and the work that he's done for us through Jesus Christ. It is a great encouragement for us to stand in the freedom and the faithfulness of God that he's brought us to a place of complete and total security in him. 
We don't have to worry. We have everything we need through the great sacrifice of Jesus, through his faithfulness toward us, through the shedding of his blood to a better sacrifice and a better tabernacle and a better mediator and a better covenant, everything better. And this is the place in which we stand. So I want to encourage you to reflect on all the truths of this book over and over and let them renew your mind and your heart in the goodness of God toward you and all that he's accomplished through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.